Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Talk a little Falcons football and see what uh, things are looking like out at camp. Let's head out to the waitforward.com hotline. He's covering the Atlanta Falcons for us this year for 92.9 The Game. Our buddy Joe Patrick is joining us. Follow him on Twitter at japatrick 200 as always, Joe, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for spending a few minutes with me. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. It's been, uh, it's been fun. You know, football's back. We were here in the pads and all that. And you just mentioned the Hall of Fame game being tomorrow, man. It's crazy. It's like it feels like it's just come up on us so quick, but it's really exciting. Yeah, let's ask you about um, the other day. Uh, I brought this up. I guess it was yesterday, maybe. Um, you know, in some of the one-on-one drills, um, Jalen Mayfield kind of had his hands full at times and, and maybe struggled a little bit. You know, I know obviously there's competition on 60% of this offensive line. I'm of the belief they're not going to run it back with all three guys from last year, Mayfield, Hennessy, and McGarry. I don't think all three of those guys are going to start again. What's been your observations or your thoughts about watching some of the matchups those guys have been involved in, some of the one-on-ones, things like that? You know, what's kind of your takeaway so far, these offensive line battles? Yeah, it's interesting that you bring this up, Chuck, because this is something that I wrote about today in my notebook today. You know, Jalen Mayfield, frankly, has lost his position as the team starter at left guard. Like, that, it's, it's that simple. Uh, you know, you won't get that simple of an answer from Arthur Smith. You know, you'll get a lot of, um, you know, still competing and, you know, guys have chances to win their jobs, et cetera. You know, and I'm not saying that any job really is set in stone right now, but if the Falcons were to go out and play a competitive game right now, I guarantee you Jalen Mayfield would not be in the starting offensive line. He hasn't been with the starting group since the first day of practice. And every practice since has been Elijah Wilkinson in that role. And I think that's a credit to Wilkinson, but also I think it's just a little bit concerning for Mayfield. And, and you know, honestly, when you watch him, it's he's doing exactly what you can't do. If you're trying to win that job, he's committing, he's committed penalties so far in training camp. He's been beaten pretty badly, to be perfectly honest, by some guys who are not even kind of thought of as being guys who are um, some of the hotter prospects along the defensive line. I think it was Derek Tangelo beat him pretty bad yesterday. He got beat again today that I saw one time. So it's it's been a little bit of a rough go for Jalen Mayfield, and I, I certainly think he's got some work to do. Honestly, this might be crazy, but, like, I think even just to, to make this team, like, I, I don't know if he's going to be a guy that look at long term and think that he's going to all of a sudden turn things around, especially if he can't protect the passer at all. Um, but outside of that, Arthur just said today that, you know, he he likes the way 98% of the offensive line is playing right now. I have to think that Jalen Mayfield's on the wrong side of that equation, but, you know, on the positive side, 
a guy like Caleb McGarry, who I was clearly in, in, a comp, in an open competition, still is, um, he has kept his starting role at right tackle in the starting unit the entire training camp. I think that's a really good thing. And even Arthur kind of credited him today for giving good looks to some of these young, talented edge rushers that the Falcons brought in the draft and Arnold Katie and D'Angelo Malone. So he's done a really good job in pass protection. We know he's a good run blocker. If he can keep that up, then I think he's going to win that job, but I still think things are open. And, you know, to kind of go back to left guard, oh, well, let me just, you know, at center, it's really hard to tell. I think that one's still neck and neck, though. Uh, Hennessy and Drew Dahlman are just alternating every single day. So we have no, there's no real advantage to be gathered there yet. I will say though, at left guard to kind of go back to the Jalen Mayfield discussion with Elijah Wilkinson having taken over that role. I'm not so sure if the Falcons are like in love with Elijah Wilkinson in that role either. I wouldn't rule out them, you know, picking up somebody that gets cut from, from a team to potentially help fill a role if they need to. I think it honestly at that position it's more been about Jalen Mayfield's struggles. Yeah, and I was going to ask you about that, Joe, because we've seen them. They've been working out, you know, some safeties, some corners, linebacker, but I really haven't heard much about them working out any really offensive or defensive linemen just yet. And and, and they've got money. Um, have you heard anything about if they worked out any guys that are line of scrimmage players? I mean, seems like it's all been defensive backs or linebackers so far. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I haven't heard anything, though I do feel like they should probably bring in a defensive lineman at some point. Uh, they lost Vincent Taylor to a season-ending ruptured Achilles on, uh, what was that, Monday's practice. So, um, you know, that makes sense in a number. They no longer have Taylor. They no longer have Eddie Goldman, who retired of just the head of the training camp. So they were already a little bit thin there. Uh, Arthur Smith has said that he actually the, the, the kind of saving grace for them on the defensive line is that they are getting really good performances so far out of a lot of guys, especially down lower, a little lower down the down the depth chart. Guys like Derek Angelo, guys like uh, Jalen Dalton, who was actually involved in that scuffle that happened on Sunday. Both those guys, I think, have impressed the Falcons coaching staff. So there is some good competition on that defensive line, but I certainly do think that they uh, could bring in somebody and. When uh, when Arthur Smith announced the fact that Vincent Taylor was going to be out for the year, he did say that there has not been, yet been a corresponding move. Uh, but I do think that the Falcons will likely bring somebody in. We've already seen them bring in uh, it was a Henry Black uh, safety already. So I think we'll see some more of that for them to tweak this roster as they kind of start to get a for who's going to be with and and who they prepare to cut. And they could do that early if they want to get a guy in that could help them. Falcons reporter Joe Patrick joining us here in the WaitFor.com hotline. The other uh, position that I've been very curious about through training camp, inside linebacker. Obviously, Deion Jones working off of the side. I know he's on the pup list and, and all that. It's kind of odd watching him work out at times over on the side and things like that. But what's been kind of your takeaway about Evans, Kiewitkowski, uh Michael Walker? I mean, that group of guys that are inside linebackers. What Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What have you kind of thought about that group so far? Yeah, to me, I was 
expecting a lot of competition here. And, and really, to me, it seems like it's pretty settled in terms of it being, it's going to be, you know, Rashawn Evans, I think, is going to be kind of the captain of this defense. I think he's going to be that middle linebacker that wears the green dot. He's done that before in his career. Uh, and I think that Arthur Smith has a lot of faith in him. Uh, so I certainly expect him to be one of those inside linebackers. And then I think Michael Walker is going to be the other one. He's been getting uh, most of the first team reps and most, if not all, of the first team reps. I mean, Nick Kwiatkowski has gotten in there at times. I think he will probably play in some nickel packages and some, um, you know, some, some certain sub packages. But I, I think that they like Michael Walker. I, think, I certainly think they want Michael Walker to kind of win that job as a young guy, young linebacker. Uh, who they think has a lot of potential. I think that that's what you're looking at. I think one of the other interesting names here at the inside linebacker spot is uh, that getting rookie Troy Anderson, who was one of the most athletic linebackers in the entire draft coming out of little Montana State. Um, you know, I think that it's going to be a little bit more of a, a, an easing in period for him. I would not be surprised to see his season this year kind of be reminiscent to what the Falcons, how the Falcons used Richie Grant last year, which was to ease him in very slowly. And obviously that kind of, you know, irked a lot of fans who wanted to see these guys. And certainly I think there's a certain expectation for seeing rookies when you invest, when you invest such, you know, draft capital in them. But I think we also all know that Troy Anderson in particular is coming from a very unique uh, kind of circumstance where he was at this very small school. And he's also obviously played all these different positions, including quarterback in his career. So, He's still kind of getting a feel for what it's going to take at that position at the NFL level. But I certainly do think that he has the physical you know, skill set to be able to, to be an important player for this team longer term. And maybe that's just towards the end of the season. I think that right now we're looking at Rashawn Evans and Michael Walker as the most likely pairing to, to start uh, at inside linebacker for this team come week one. Well, have no fear, Joe, because I've been prepping fans that Troy Anderson probably won't start right away. So, uh, again, I've been ahead of uh, all that. I think I think Anderson's going to make his name on special teams early on. Um, yeah, he's a great, perfect special teams player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I, I agree with you. I, I I didn't I I thought they would ease him in as well, and I thought special teams. Now, let's talk about that for a second. Uh, we pretty much feeling like Patterson. You know, I know he's kind of joked, but he's also serious. You know, about running kicks back and, you know, Avery Williams kind of handling punt return duty, Patterson handling kickoff return duty. You think that's what that's going to end up looking like when we get to the first game of the season? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think, I, I you know, I don't know. I, I get the feeling that this team would like to see Avery Williams just kind of handle it all, handle all the returning duties, but obviously Cordero Patterson kind of wants those kick returns because he wants to set the NFL, you know, career record. Uh, and more power to him. And I think, you know, honestly, the Falcons staff is probably thinking, you know what, we have, um, you know, a, a good running back room right now. So uh, we can kind of afford to lose him on some downs. He needs a down off after he takes a kick or turn back. Uh, and also, you know, if he's motivated to do that job, then they probably feel like he's going to do a good job of it. And you know that his track record and his career holds up as well as anybody could. So I would suspect that he is going to be the guy that does the kick returning uh, and that Avery Williams, I do think that Avery Williams is going to be the guy uh, who does handle the punts. And if Cordero Patterson happens to run back a kick like in, in the first few weeks of the season, I certainly wouldn't be surprised to see them transition Avery Williams to that role as well. Because I feel like they, that's obviously where, you know, his biggest strength lies. Uh, the interesting thing for Avery Williams is just, you know, and the, what the Falcons coaching staff is going to have to figure out is, you know, how do you kind of incorporate him in, with all these other running backs that, they, that they've got? Because Damian Williams is also 
been a guy who they talk about all the time uh, as a guy who's really been impressed in camp so far. And then, of course, you have the rookie, Tyler Algier, who I think that, uh, you know, they have a lot of high hopes for. He certainly has the body type who's kind of be that guy who can carry the rock on first and downs. Um, so it's going to be a very interesting situation to see how they handle all these different players. Uh, but they all obviously have their 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 skill sets that they bring to the table. Falcons reporter for 92.9 The Game, Joe Patrick, joining us the waitfor.com hotline. Let's talk about the running backs for a second. You know, the guy I'm interested in seeing is Kadri Allison because I feel like that this is make or break for him. Either he gets it figured out this year or the Falcons are going to have to move on from him. What have been your thoughts about seeing him? I know some of the running backs haven't gotten in the mix as much, but what have you seen out of Allison? Thoughts about what he's done so far? Yeah, they are. They you know they are starting to incorporate the running backs you know a lot more. They've been doing a lot of run game installs here uh, recently. It looks like today they were doing a lot of like zone read option kind of stuff with their mobile quarterbacks. Uh, so it's good to see them kind of you know integrate these guys. I agree with you with Allison. It's so weird because you know if you look at his numbers, he's actually like been pretty productive in his career. He just hasn't like obviously gotten the amount of carries to kind of really show what he has. He, he, but he's also at the same time he's kind of a there's something awkward about him. Like he's obviously like a big, powerful guy, but I don't know the fact that he like runs a little upright or something, but he's just kind of has like a unique running style to me. And that's always got what's kind of been intriguing to me about him. When you combine that with uh, again, the, the, the production, the yards per carry that I talked about. Um, but you know, I, it's, it's a tough one for him and not just because of the guys that I already named. Obviously the, the, the Falcons are going to have to figure out how many running backs they can actually carry on the 54 man roster. Uh, but you also get a guy like Caleb Huntley, who I think that he's been one of the most impressive running backs uh, from this coaching staff. He's gotten a lot of carries, and Arthur Smith has said uh, by name, he's called Caleb Huntley out by name, saying that like he has, he's getting these carries because he's deserving of them. And at this point, uh, I think we just have to really go off of what the coaches are telling us because, quite frankly, from our vantage point, we do not get a good view uh, from the running backs are looking at in terms of reading the blocks and making the right decisions when they're carrying the ball or, or going out um, in, in pass protection. So that's why I'm very uh, excited to see this team play in the preseason because we'll get, honestly just get a, frankly, a better angle to, to see what these guys are looking at, what these coaches are able to evaluate when they look at their uh, training camp film when they because they've got those eyes in the sky up there at Flowery Branch. So, you know, that just speaks to the competitiveness of this running back room, though. It's going to be very fascinating to see who ends up coming out of this and kind of what um, strategically the Falcons do with some of the different age profiles and styles of running uh, that they have uh, with those. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Personnel in the back. All right, last question, Joe. I'm going to switch it up on you. I'm going to head over to Atlanta United. And look, I, oh, no. I, I'm, I, am, I am getting dangerously close to the idea of maybe we've learned a little bit about Almada, Almada, Almada and Arujo, but I, mm-hmm. I, I just feel like we haven't learned anything about this team this year. I, I really feel like this is becoming a lost year for this team, whether it's – I understand the injury part of it, but – you know, you didn't score a goal last week, even with all of your guys healthy and available. And I don't know what the rotations are, what's the starting eleven. I, I just, I really don't feel like we're going to have any real answers to what Atlanta United is moving forward after this season. Am I crazy, or where do you think we're at? No, no, you're not crazy, and that's I think what's been kind of it, it, that's one of the kind of downers of this season for them. I, I totally agree that it does feel like a lost season and let's be honest like when you lose the players they've lost to injury I think that where they're in the table was always kind of in the, the meaty part of that bell curve of what the what was going to happen to the team uh given that you lost Miles Robinson, Brad Guzan, even Oscar Alonzo who's an important veteran for you I could speak to the fact that they, the team won three of the five games that he was able to play in before he suffered his season-ending ACL injury so and I do feel like it is a bit of a lost season. Uh, and for that reason, I really want to – I'm not as focused on the results game to game anymore this year as I am wanting to see certain players to see what you have going forward. And it's kind of a similar thing with the Falcons right now. The Falcons have a ton of guys on one-year contracts, and they obviously have a longer-term plan that they're trying to achieve. And this year is just kind of part of that plan. I think you've got to look at it the same way for Atlanta United at this point and say, okay – we have X amount of games left in our season now. Uh, it's very unlikely that we're going to make the playoffs based on the schedule that we have. We need to find out who we're going to bring with us beyond this year. And I think, honestly, one of those players is Joseph Martinez. I think this team has to figure out what he has left in the tank, if he's going to be able to fit in tactically what Gonzalo Pineda wants to do. And it sounds crazy, but, you know, he's, he's going to be 30 soon. Obviously, he had the ACL injury. He's meant a lot to this city, but, you know, the performances just have not been there yet for him, and I think that you really want to just see what he's got. I know um, Gonzalo Pineda has been using guys like Ronaldo Cisneros instead of him because of tactical reasons and things like that. The coach is going to want to do the things that are best for a team to win a game, but I think if you're Carlos Bocanegra, you got to have a chat with Gonzalo Pineda and say, you know, we need to get Joseph in this lineup uh, just so we can see what we have and kind of internally scout him um, because this is going to be a big offseason for him in particular because he's got to figure out a contract situation with the team. Otherwise, he very well could be on uh, on in, in a trade for, for this team or a transfer if he's leaving MLS. So I agree with you. It's kind of a lost season, but they can still use the time that they have left in this year 
to try to figure out what they have and kind of evaluate some of these players that are on the roster. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough times, uh, that's for sure. Hey, check him out on Twitter, at JAPatrick200. He's got all of your Atlanta Falcons training camp coverage right there. He's part of the Blue Checkmark Media Brigade now. So, uh, Joe Patrick joined <laughs> us here on the WadeFord.com hotline. Joe, man, as always, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for a few minutes with me here this evening. Uh, I will see you at camp on Friday. Thanks for having me on. It sounds good. I'll look for you there. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.